0: Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We the Italian a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, July 26, 2021. The 58.4% of the Italian population have received the first dose of the vaccine and 48.5% of the Italian population is fully vaccinated, considering only the over-12s targeted by the vaccination campaign. 55.8% 55.8% of the Italians are fully vaccinated. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Lombardi, Puglia, Lazio, Molise and Abruzzo. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Calabria, Trentino Alto Adige, Valle d'Aosta and Tuscany. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy, where continues to happen what happens in other Western countries where the vaccination campaign and the Delta variant are protagonists. The contagion grows, the curves go up, but at least for now, the numbers of hospitalizations are under control and the percentages of occupancy of beds do not worry as they did before the vaccination campaign. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we average the percentage change of plus. 85.4% compared with the previous 7 days. The good thing is that this growth is in percentage lower than last week. In the same period the average change in the number of patients admitted to ordinary wards was plus 22.5% with regard to intensive care units instead in the last 7 days the average change was plus 14.1%. On average in the last 7 days we had 12 deaths a day with a variation of minus 10.9% compared to the previous 7 days. Italy had seven Covid deaths yesterday. The Italian government has approved the use of the Green Pass for access to several places in Italy. This has led, as expected, to a booming request for vaccination in all regions, especially in the age range between 12 and 19 years, to be covered quickly to safely reopen schools in September. The government will reach the target that was at 60% of the over 12 vaccinated by the end of July. According to a survey just published, the willingness to vaccinate appears to be growing in Italy. In December it was 60%, in March it was 80% and in June it reached 85%. Those opposed to the vaccine are instead a minority, which is further reduced. In December they were 12%, today they are 5%, which is still way too much if you ask me. According to the survey, the most likely to be vaccinated are the elderly, over 65 and young people in the 18-24 bracket. The middle age groups between 25 and 54 are those in which there is a greater number of undecided or opposed to the vaccine. More than 10% in this age group say they are little or not at all willing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. As for the issue of mandatory vaccination, which for now in Italy there is only for health workers. Today, more than 50% of Italians are in favour of this measure, while in December it was 40%. Let's take a closer look at what this green pass is and how it will be used. First of all, a premise, the government has decided that with regard to the school sector, the work sector and the mobility sector with buses and subways, i.e. the short-range trips, the use of the green pass will be decided soon but with a specific law outside the directives decided about the other sectors last Saturday. The government has asked the regions to have by August 20 the names and exact numbers of teachers and school workers, administrators and principals who do not want to vaccinate or cannot do so. At at that point, the government will have a real picture of the situation and will be able to decide whether or not to introduce the obligation. We already know that in the school system there are still about 220,000 unvaccinated workers. More than a third of the school staff is not vaccinated in Sicily, Liguria and Sardinia, while in Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Lazio and Campania, coverage with at least one dose is almost total. So the use of the so-called green passes will start on August 6. But for long-haul travel on trains, ships and planes, it will come into force at the end of August to avoid creating problems for those who do not have it but have already booked their vacation travel. To be eligible for a Green Pass, individuals must prove they have received at least one vaccine dose in the last nine months, recovered from Covid-19 in the last six months or tested negative in the previous 48 hours. The passes, which are already required today to attend wedding receptions and to visit residents of care homes, will be needed to dine at tables inside restaurants or cafes, to enter hospitals, gyms, cinemas, theatres, museums, swimming pools, spas, fairs, conventions, amusement parks, festivals, game rooms. Instead, discos will remain closed. In stadiums and concert, uh, concerts will be possible to enter only with the Green Pass. In the white zone, the capacity for live events cannot be more than 50% of the maximum outdoor capacity and 30% of the maximum indoor capacity, in the case of events with more than 5,000 spectators outdoors and more than 2,500 indoors. <coughs> 49 million people out of 60 million in Italy have already downloaded their Green Pass. Of course, some of these passes are only very temporary, like the ones provided by a rapid negative test. Until September 30, rapid antigen testing will be provided at capped prices. In addition, quarantine, quarantine time is reduced if a vaccinated person comes in contact with a positive and has a Green Pass. Exempt from the Green Pass requirement are only those excluded from the vaccination campaign i.e. those under 12 for whom whom there is not yet an authorized vaccine and those who cannot vaccinate for health reasons based on appropriate medical certification. Finally, as expected, the criteria for moving from white to yellow or orange or red zone have changed. The new parameters favor the criterion of occupancy of beds by people with COVID in ordinary wards and ICU. A region will move into the yellow zone with the, when the intensive care units exceed the limit of 10% for intensive care and 15% for ordinary wards. In order to move into the orange zone, the thresholds have been set at 20% occupancy for intensive care and 30% for medical areas. It will enter the red zone when intensive care units are more than 30% full and ordinary wards more than 40% full. Once again, these percentages must be intended for people with COVID, not in general. The data on the book market in Italy for the first six months of 2021 are excellent. From January to June 2021, compared with the same period of 2020, 15 million more copies of printed books, plus 44%, were sold in online and physical bookstores and in large scale distribution, excluding scholastic, e books, and audiobooks. It must be said that 2020 was an anomalous year due to the closure of bookstores during the first lockdown and block of new releases. Even more important is the growth over 2019. Uh, uh, 11 million more copies of books were sold, plus 31%. There is a general increase in propensity to read and buy. 33% of readers read more than before and 25% of buyers buy more than before. In terms of the gems of books sold, all sectors are growing evenly. Understandably, in a year such as this, books on games and leisure triumphed, with sales quadrupling. Sales of comics, manga and graphic novels tripled, now to be considered mainstream and no longer a niche sector. Literary essays boomed as a result of the success of essays on Dante, plus 94%, in the year of this 700th anniversary, and there was an 85% increase in biographies and autobiographies. A few days ago, on Saturday, UNESCO awarded two Italian sites, including them in the list of World Heritage Sites. The first one is a group of eight religious and secular complexes called the Padua Urbs Picta within the walls of Padua Padova in Veneto, which includes the Scrovagni Chapel frescoed by Giotto. The second one is the city of Montecatini Terme in Tuscany. With these two additions, Italy's Italy's UNESCO World Heritage Sites now total 57, more than any other country in the world. The second country with the most sites is China with 55, two less. But let's remember that China is 32 times bigger than Italy. In the coming days, UNESCO will add more sites to its list to make up for the missing additions of 2020 due to pandemic, And it is possible that among those chosen there will be other Italian ones. In the ranking of the Italian regions for a number of UNESCO sites, (coughs) in first place there is Lombardy, (coughs) with 10 sites, and then Veneto and Tuscany, with 8, Sicily, 7, Campania, 6, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Piedmont and Lazio, 5, Emilia, Romagna and Puglia, 4, Liguria, Umbria, Calabria and Basilicata, 2, and finally Trentino, Alto Adige, Abruzzo, Marche and Sardinia, with 1. The only regions where there is still no UNESCO site are Valle d'Aosta and Molise, although they too are full of beautiful places. It's all for now, it's all for today. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was with the Italian News. I'll see you next Thursday when it'll be the last video for this season because uh, let me remember that in August we will take a break from the videos. I'll see you next Thursday. Ciao from Rome.